especially if for me I'm on the road so much that when I am, I feel guilty and I need to take on more Welcome to Dental Hygiene Development. We invite you to listen along as we discuss all things dental, including personal and professional growth. I'm Autumn. And I'm Paige. We're just two best friends discussing what we love to do and how we do it. Grab your Diet Coke, Diet Dr. Pepper, or your favorite glass of wine, and let's talk about anything dental hygiene. Welcome back to Dental Hygiene Development, guys. I'm Autumn. Normally, this is Paige, but I think we introduced Victoria in the last episode. She's with us again for episode number eight, but number two for February. Uh, while Paige is out with baby Titus, I'm so excited for her. She probably is not sleeping a lot, but... Probably not. Nope. Nope. But um, she's, that's right. She's going to be great. And she's actually going to love talking about this topic when she comes back, because it'll be perfect segue from what we're talking about to how she feels about it when she comes back. She might not even wait probably until she comes back. She might be like hitting us up on her, on the the comments. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. So with that being said, today's podcast, we're going to talk about a little bit about being a working mom. I'm currently not a working mom. I'm around a lot of working moms. Um, probably one day, that's what we're working on. I will be working mom, so I'm setting myself up. Victoria's going to tell me all the things to do and not to do today. Ooh, that could take a long time. We'd probably be on podcast 99 <laughs> <laughs> if I had to do the you know yeses and nos and what to do and what not to do's, but we'll keep it short and sweet, and I'll try to hit the highs and the lows. Mainly the lows. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to look on the upset of things. Um, But for real, I think it's something that I think as women, you really, even if you're not like, I'm not a working mom yet, but in my mind, I already have like anxiety about what it's going to be like because of all these different perceptions that the workplace and the world, I think, put on working moms. And so in my head, I'm already, before I even get there, I'm thinking, okay, so I'm working all this time now. Are, is my boss going to be okay with that? When I go have a, like, have a baby, what if I want to cut down on the amount of hours that I work? And, you know, normally hygiene, I feel like, is one of those places where people, a lot of people... I don't know about now, but used to go into it because you can work hygiene part-time and you can work at like two different places. And yeah, I don't even know what part-time is, but apparently you can do that. (laughs) Um, So I think people used to go into hygiene because they'd be like, oh, I can be a hygienist like two days a week and I can still be a mom and I can, you know, decide if I want to work five days a week or which we still can. Like you literally right now, like we talked about in some of the other podcasts, like hygienists can literally ask for anything right now and they'll get it because we're such in a shortage of it. Um, But even with that, even with that knowledge in the back of your mind, you're thinking, if I want to grow my family, how is that going to look on me? How is that going to affect my professional life? How is that going to affect how my boss or people look at me or think of me if I have to take time? Heck, I already feel bad if I take off because I am physically ill. Like I could be like dying in the bed and I'm like, they probably think I'm lying. They don't believe me. They probably think that I'm just trying to get out of work for the day and I'm not really sick. And I'm like, no, I have a doctor's note. But when you add a kid to that, you're like, you can't be sick. Your kid can be sick. Like how much time 
is okay. Like all these things are going through my mind and I'm not even a working mom yet. So I don't even know what you feel like. <laughs> so yeah, it's just a whole big cluster in my brain, honestly. Um, but all you moms know that it is rewarding. We have to say that. No, I'm just kidding. No, it totally is rewarding. I love my kid, but dang, it is hard. Like, it is one of the hardest things that I deal with. The hardest thing, honestly, being a working mom. But traditionally, right, like you said, we I felt like we were kind of like judged whenever it was like, okay, you know, maybe going into an interview. You know, um, I'm sure that they probably want to ask if we have mm -hmm. kids or are we planning to have kids because they're thinking, well, I don't want to hire this person. And then nine months later, she's gone, mm -hmm. you know, um, but now you do have that flexibility, though, um, as far as, OK, I do want to work two days a week. I want to work three days a week um, because for me personally, well, being a manager at Aspen Dental, that's what I want for my hygienist, mm -hmm. that work life balance, because I'm a mom and I get it, you know. With COVID, things have changed so much. Yeah. People are doing virtual. Kids are doing virtual. And we're still working moms. Like, we still got to go to work and provide. So what or do do? what about what happens with the, with the whole daycare shuts down because they might have been exposed to somebody. Uh -huh. And then your kid's not sick. But now your kid's got to go home. Yeah. Like, that's happened so many times in the office. I can't count since, like, somebody's had to be out. Not because they're sick or their kid's sick, but literally because somebody else this kid was sick and they and came they to, had to come home. Yeah. It happens all the time. And I would say, you know, don't feel guilty about it as a mom because that is your child. You know, like you, that is your job. Number one priority mm -hmm. is your family. Your job will be there. And if it won't be there, guess what? There's another job that will be there. Honestly, yeah. your family is what's important. And that's something that I have really just, it's been hard for me too, because my work ethic, I feel like is, is good. Like yeah. I, I really do pride myself on my work ethic. So when I'm like, my kid is sick, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like I'm not going to be able to, you know, make it on this call today mm -hmm. or, or anything like that. It's like, I feel so bad, but at the same time, it's like, this is my kid. Like, this is, this yeah. is my, my flesh and blood. And so I would say to all you working moms, like don't feel guilty about having to, to call out or, you know, having to, say, hey, look, I got to take my child to the doctor. Mm -hmm. There's nobody else that can watch him because guess what, you guys? I went through this last week, actually, where my in-laws, they help out a lot. Um, Hudson's daycare was closed due to a COVID exposure. Um, Hudson is my son. He, the daycare was closed. We really uh, lean on my in-laws to help out, but then they got exposed to COVID. Oh, no. And so it's like, okay, can't go to daycare. He can't go to my in-laws. Um, I guess my husband's going to watch him because I'm on the road. And so, you know, I felt guilty about that. And I think that we don't give ourselves enough grace, honestly. I think that, I mean, you probably still go into work. You make it work somehow. Mm -hmm. And you try your hardest to, you know, find coverage or ask another hygienist to help out. But sometimes, like, we just can't. And we shouldn't feel bad about it because we can't control these things. Nope. And it's, it's hard, but at the end of the day, we have to think about, okay, what is best for me and my family? And can this wait? Is my job going to wait? Will they understand? Mm -hmm. And if you have a good employer, I feel like they understand because everybody's going through this. Yeah. I'm sure your doctor's going to be out one day. Yeah, for sure. I've had my doctor out. He's got three girls. Whew. 
bless him. But he's got three girls. He's out. He's had to be out before them too. Yeah. Like life happens to everybody. It does. But I think it hits harder for a mom. I just think you internalize it a little bit more. You do. I, moms are. We just have that. Like no, no offense to any dads that are watching, but or listening. Um, but we feel moms just have that inner inner connection with their baby. You know, mm-hmm. it's. It's well, like, you grew them. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Okay, maybe that's why. <laughs> Probably. They literally were inside of yeah, you. This is why you keep me around. You keep me there. Okay. So, but no, we, we definitely feel we're more nurturing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I know that my son is being taken care of whenever I'm gone. Like my husband is great with him. Right. But I know that if I'm there, I'm going to like love on him and coddle him and, you know, do it. You're right. Yeah. Do it the right way. <laughs> and instead my husband is just kind of like, yeah, he's okay. He's over there watching his iPad. He's good. And I'm like, are you holding him? He's like, no. I'm like, why aren't you holding him? Like he's, he's not feeling well, you know? Um, and he's like, because he's fine. He doesn't want me to hold him. No, he wants you to hold him. And it's just, <laughs> we're just different, but I yeah. feel like it's, it's something that nobody really talks about that much. And I think that it's time that we talk about it because we're not the only ones. It's no. a struggle. And women now make up half of the work. Used to, it used to not be a big of a deal because the typical, you know, gender roles were women stayed home with the kid, right? So they were the ones at home. They were the ones having to, and the, then we're off providing. But that's not always the case now. Or it's the opposite way around. So there has to be give and take on both sides now. So you really have to have a good partner, which I think you have, you can't be one of the things you can't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Like from your partner, you like, you have to have a good solid relationship with your partner for that to happen. But also from the people at work, like it literally, you can say like, you know, Hudson's out sick today and, and I need Jake's with him, but Jake needs to be on a call at this time. Like, can we work really hard to move the schedule up or move these people so we can, I can get home. Like, I really want to be here, but I need to be there. So ask for help and don't feel, don't feel bad about it. It sounds easier than it really is, but, but getting creative though, like yeah. that's what you just did, right? Like mm-hmm. getting creative with it. And if you feel bad about it and you've got patients that you need to see, maybe get creative with it and say, Hey, look, can we move these patients up, I can be here for X, Y, Z time. And I feel like even doing that shows, Hey, look, this person's committed Mm -hmm. and they probably will be like, look, just, just go home, you know, like just be with your family. Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes like, honestly, I do that. I'm like, look, I, you know, I need to be home with my kid, but let me just, let me do this. Let's make it, you know, let's move this around. I can move this around and we'll do this. And my boss is like, girl, no, just go, just Go yeah. ahead and be with your family. Don't even worry about it. You know, it's just putting in that effort and showing them that you would go that extra mile. Right. And if they long. know you and if you've already put that in, then they should be willing to respect you. And like you said, you have to find the right employer for you. And if they're not, if they don't truly care about you, I would go to say that that's probably not a place that you want to be employed at. That's again, we all have to have money and bring home. I mean, that's the reason we go to work, right? Like we have to provide for those people that are there. So you have to be responsible. But if you're putting in 110% when you're in the office, then when something comes up that's out of your control, you're a good employer is going to be like, yes, go be with your family. Yep. I agree. Yeah. That's, that's how I am too. Yeah. I've, I heard this from Avery. So if Avery listened to this, she's uh, a new mom in my small group. Um, and I think two weeks ago she came back and it was the first day that she was going back to work after having a baby. 
And luckily for her, like where she was working, she hadn't been employed long enough to get the full 12 weeks. Um, So her boss kind of met her in the middle and she got eight. And then the last four, she was technically working, but doing it virtually from home. So she was doing it at home. And when I asked her how it was, she was like, honestly, I just felt like I was doing two things badly. Not like not one thing good. She's like, I was trying to balance working at the same time that I was balancing being a mom. And I didn't feel like I was doing good at either of the either of the things in that one day. She's like, and I have to learn how to juggle both, which is hard to do because especially moms who are working virtually from home, like we work in, you know, we work in hygiene. So most of, I mean, sometimes Victoria gets to work from home, like maybe one day a week, but most of the time we're on the road, we're, we're in an office. Like you physically, you can't see patients from home. So you have to be in the office. So you can't do those things. But the moms who are like doing it from home and they have a kid like running behind them or like a baby that's crying and needs help. And you want to do both. Like that's a lot to juggle. You can't like, (laughs) it's, it's really hard because I feel like the days that I do work from home, I get less work done because, you know, like mm-hmm. my kid is there. It could be a, a, like numerous things. Like, I, you know, I may take some time to like play with him or, you know, he may be like crying and I need to do, you know, do something. And especially if for me, I'm on the road so much that when I am home, I feel guilty and I need to take on more responsibility because I know that Jake does so much during the week. And I'm like, oh, you're super dad, you know, during the week, let me do this, let me do that, let me do this, let me do that. And I I just feel bad. So, but he's like, no, like, I I do this when you're not here anyways. Like, it's, it's a normal day, just, you know, like, you're not here, you're working. So I, I get it. Like, let me, let me help, you know? And for me, I don't like to ask for help. I am very stubborn and I can handle it all on my own. But I'm telling you guys, like, it takes a freaking village and I will be the first to admit that. If you think you can do it by yourself, you are going to um, make it very hard on yourself. So just ask for help, please. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's the little things. Like being a new mom, I remember people coming over, and it was my mother-in-law specifically. She didn't care how I looked. I hadn't showered in days, and it's just like, but she was here and it was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Here's my kid. You know, it's like, you need that help and you need that break. And I think that like us as working moms, especially in hygiene, I feel like the roles are, it's mentally exhausting at hygiene. Mm -hmm. Um, More so than physically. Yes. It used to be physically, right? Yeah. Now don't get me wrong. My neck and my back. Yeah, they hurt. (laughs) But it's it's a lot of mental now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what has changed because, I mean, I I haven't been practicing, you know, for super long or anything like that. But it it used to be, like, the physical aspect of it. But here lately, like, when I'm looking on, like, Facebook threads and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, most of the hygienists, like, we're talking about how mentally exhausting it is. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, can't help but wonder, like, what has changed that? Is it, like, us trying to balance, like, that that working mom life? Or is it, you know, employers or, Mm -hmm. or just things that we have to do on a daily basis? But I feel like now it definitely has gone. It's kind of taken a turn. And Mm so... For me personally, whenever I get home from traveling, unfortunately, my family, they get the runt end of it. And I'm just so tired and kind of irritable because I've been on the road and stuff that I I let the first thing bother me. 
and I snap and it's not fair to them Mm -hmm. um, because they weren't with me all week. It's not Mm -hmm. their fault that I'm irritable. Mm -hmm. So it was a very um, eye-opening moment for me when it was a few months ago when my husband said, you know, hey, look, I know you probably didn't have a good week, but we love you no matter what. And I was like, oh, I had just got done being the B word. Yeah, the B word. <laughs> and he and he just and he said it like that. And you know, it, what if he would have said it in a mean way, like, "Hey, like you're being a B," then mm-hmm. you know, I would have gotten defensive. But the way he said it was just very like calming. I guess he is um, uh, green. <laughs> um, he said it very calming, and it was like, dang, it hit me hard. You know, because yeah. I mean, it's. It's something for when somebody's yelling at you, you become defensive. But whenever they say it like that, it's okay. I got to take some time to self-reflect. But I think that we're really hard on ourselves, honestly. So for all you future moms out there, heads up, don't be hard on yourself. Although I know you will be because we all are and nothing's going to be perfect. Um, But we just, and guess what? You're never going to know what to do. Legit. Swear, you're never going to know what to do. <laughs> awesome. Like, it's just going to be like, dude, what is this thing? Like, what do I do? What, what, what do I do with my hands? Like, <laughs> what do I do with my hands? Me and Jacob are like Googling. We're like, okay, okay. What, what's happening here? What's happening here? We, it just is a, especially your first one, for sure. Probably even your second one. You're like, dude, I don't know. Work with the first, maybe not the second. What's going on? <laughs> but it's a constant, like, what do we do? Because they're, you know, and they're young. I mean, they can't say, like, how they're feeling and stuff like that, but even whenever like they're older, I can't imagine having to juggle like baseball games, like cheerleading mm-hmm. and all that, and then working too. You know, it's like you want to be there for your child, um, but it's like, do you like you want to be there for them, but you have to like be at work to provide for them. So mm-hmm. which one is it? You know. Mm-hmm. So I I think that right now I'm fortunate that I'm gone. That Hudson doesn't know, but when he gets older, that's when it's gonna hit me. And the second he's like, mommy, don't go, or mommy, please stay, I'm going to be like, mush, and then cry. <laughs> I think it's like you go back and forth, like, in your head, like, which is which is harder? Like, if you're on the road and you're constantly thinking about what's going on at home, then are you going to be doing a good job at work. And if you're at home and you're, and you're bringing back the work aspect into home, like you have to about like, I feel like that's got to be like the hardest balance, like to literally balance those things, take them to apart and be like, separate them. Like, this is my time at home. This is my time at work. When I'm at work, I am going to try my very best to not think about what's going on at home. I'm going to literally put 110% into my work. But when I am home, I'm going to put 110% into my kids and my family and put that aside. But like, how do you cut that off in your brain? It's hard, honestly. I, with my job, um, that was, still is the hardest thing for me is finding work-life balance and my boss can attest to it now. Honestly, if she were sitting next to me, she'd be like, mm-hmm, girl, yeah, you need to fix it, fix it. Um, but <laughs> it is, it is, it's a hard thing. And I literally had to get a whole separate cell phone just so that I could try to balance it because I wouldn't turn it off, you know? Like I had to get a separate cell phone so that after work hours, I would put myself, I had to literally put my cell phone in a drawer so that I wouldn't look at it. That is how 
you know, I guess committed I was to work, mm-hmm. you know, and, and for me, like, I don't see it as a bad thing. I never saw it as a bad thing until it became a bad thing. Yeah. So it's for sure separating that being at work and being at home because you want to be present for both and you can't, you know, you're, you want to give it your best. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read that book? Your best. Yes. No, it's awesome. Um, I think it's called the best. Yes. Actually it's by Lisa Turkers. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I've read a lot. I've read a lot of her books. So I'll uh-huh. have to look into that yeah, one. The best. Yes. You can borrow it. It's okay. my favorite. It's about, it's all about, you know, how, so for me, I'm a yes person all the time. It's, can you do this? Can you do that? It's yes, 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 yes. But really in my head, I'm like, it's a lot. It's a lot. But yes, but yes. Right? And it just <laughs> yes, talks but about, no. <laughs> yeah, it talks about giving your best. Yes. Right. Because if we, if we just keep saying yes to all these things, it's like 50%. We're mm-hmm. giving that half, half. Yes, mm-hmm. but it tells you how to prioritize and how to give your best yes and how to say no to some things. And for me, I, I really do like to, I'm a people pleaser. Um, and so having to say no was really hard, but it was either, okay, do I say no or do I sacrifice my family? And so at the end of the day, my family is number one and separating the two was the best thing that ever happened to me. So the quicker you guys can learn it, the better, because it is very hard and it is straining. You know, time flies. Kids don't stay young forever. Um, And you don't want to miss out on those times because, I mean, here here we are. (laughs) Yeah. And I've already told you about a book that I want you to read by Christy Wright. I'm sure y'all have heard. I probably said her name like a million times on this podcast because I listen to her podcast. I've read her books. And, um, her last one was on life balance. That's literally what the whole book was about. Um, and she talks about how every season of your life is going to look different. So depending on what it is and even season, like literal season. So like in the winter, we all typically have a lot of holiday stuff going on. Like we just came out of the holiday season. So it's a lot of family time. So you may put less into work, but you, work your schedule around it. But that doesn't mean in a month later that that's going to change. Like if you knew that you had a deadline coming up at work or you had like a big thing that you were doing that you were really focusing on and you knew you had to be focused on work, then you put all your, like you schedule your life around that season and you can't feel bad that the season, like if in that season, you know, this is what I'm in, I'm into. Like I'm going to spend most of my time at work and I have this time for my family and very little for other things. Yes. Um, and very little for friends and friends kind of get put on the back burner, but then that might change in two months and you have more time away from work. Things maybe, you know, might be our, like, typically I feel like summer, we kind of have like a down season. So you may not in, in hygiene anyways, I feel like slower. it's slower because vacation. people on vacation. Yeah. Especially here in the South. Yeah. In Panama City. Okay? Yeah, Let's exactly. So you might know that come the summer that you're not going to be as busy at work. So you may get off a little early or get to come home more and you plan your your life around different seasons and you shouldn't feel bad that in this season this is what you're working on because it's going to change in the next one um, but really like you were talking about focusing on when you're in that season like this is what I know I'm focused and focusing on so you at least at the end of the time if you're really if you know that's what you're focused on when you're done with the weekend and like the weekend was for your family, right? If you put your phone away from work and you didn't touch it for two whole days, when you're done at the end of the week, you really feel good about that time. 
whereas at the end of the week, it's going to be harder if you feel like you didn't give it your all. So like literally putting, like breaking those things up. Yeah. And I felt that way plenty of times when I planned to spend my entire weekend with my family, right? Like not working at all. And next thing you know, I find myself working and then Sunday comes around and I'm crying because it went by so fast and I was like, I wasn't going to work, but I did. And it now like, I want that time back. Yeah. The weekend's over and I want to redo, you know? And so just kind of recognizing those things and honestly, work-life balance is so important. I think that across the board, um, especially with us and, and our organization, we are finding that it's so important and that we see that, we recognize it, and that is what we are, we're honoring, honestly, mm-hmm. and we're, that we are saying, hey, look, tell us, be honest with us. Whenever I'm interviewing, I'm like, you know, what is, what does your schedule look like? You know, what days can you commit to? It's not like you're, okay, five days or nothing now. It's mm-hmm. like two days. Okay. Let's be flexible. Like, you know, if you want to do two days, let's talk about that. What two days, you know, or sometimes I'm like, what dates, you know, mm-hmm. if they're like, well, I can do maybe like five date or five days out of the month or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, however that works is, you know, give me those dates and I can fill your schedule for you because mm-hmm. I get it you know, you don't have to explain anything to me at all. You've got a life outside of work. And it's, I mean, if, if it makes you better, sometimes like people are different, you know, like some people don't have to work all the time. Mm-hmm. And although I'm very envious of those people, right? you know, <laughs> but they, just, they don't, you know, for them, it's my life balance is way more important than the, than the work. Mm-hmm. So, and that's fine. Totally fine. And I see that and I, I'm like, gosh, like, how do you do it? Like, please give me some of that zen. I know because I feel like some people like you have to find what who you're working with what their why is like what motivates them because you may have a working mom who really is motivated by having time off and what they enjoy about our pack or the Aspen package is the like the time off the flexibility the you know the benefits that you get with paid vacation and holidays whereas the other person might really like to work and their why is the money and so like, but there's equal amounts of both. Like everybody has a different, has a different why and a different reason. And I think it's really great that as a leader, just someone, I think in life in general, like we all just need to be gracious to one another when things happen and the stage of life we're in, like you can't compare your life to my life. No one's going through the same thing and you don't know what they're going through. Even if you think you know them the best, you don't literally know what's going behind closed doors. So we shouldn't judge people for the stage of life they're in and what they need in that time. Um, really just being flexible and giving everybody grace. Yeah. I need it. Same. Just, I mean, like you said, supporting, I feel like supporting mm-hmm. each other, you know, mm-hmm. we, we always, just this day and age, you can pick up your cell phone, just start looking. I think I posted something the other day about social media and how, it has changed changed my way of thinking, um, and not in in not so good of a way. And how I can just like pick up my phone very easily and just start scrolling through things and think, dang, they got a good life, you know? Like, wow, I wish I could do that or you know whatever, whatever. And lo and behold, like they probably don't have a great life, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's for they, show. Yeah, it's it's for show. And so just being like, 
real and raw and being honest about it, um, it, it just shows that vulnerability. And I think that people respect that more than somebody that's just like, oh, my life is great. My husband is great. Yada, yada. I'm like, you were just talking about them the other day and it was not good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I have a friend that was like that. <laughs> it's just, I mean, we're all going to go through things, yeah. but don't compare yourself to other people. I want to make sure that like, for me, I'm going to do better with supporting other women, um, whether it be through having anxiety because I have anxiety um, Me too. postpartum depression, you know, just like, I hope, you know, Paige doesn't have to go through it, but I'm here for you. If you need me, call at me, um, <laughs> going through, going through it still. I don't know if it still counts for me though. <laughs> Two years, I'm just blaming it on that. But we all had to blame it on something. Yeah, yeah. He's like 15. I'm like, yeah, I've got PPD postpartum depression. That's he's 15 years old, but it's, it's true. Like you just never know what somebody's going through. You know, I mean, they're that stage of life, you know, so always give grace, support them. Because that could mean the world to them. Um, You just, you never know when things will come full circle and it'll come back around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We could probably talk about this forever because there's a lot to talk about when it comes to work-life balance. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the pressures of being a mom. Um, But as we normally say on DHD. Like we want this to be a community. So if you listen to this podcast and it resonates with you, post something about it, post it in the comments, talk about it, because I guarantee you the other person listening to this is feeling the exact same way. And the more you hear that somebody else is feeling the way you do, it doesn't make you feel, it kind of makes you feel like, Hey, I'm normal. You know, like I have anxiety too. Like the more people tell me they have anxiety, I'm like, awesome. You too. Yeah. Anxiety club. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird. But I mean, like (laughs) you have it too. Yay. (laughs) I'm not the only one. But I'm like, but then I'm like, but I have anxiety because I just told her I have anxiety. (laughs) She's judging me. She's judging me. me. My anxiety is probably worse than hers. You know, like why do we do that to one another? So yeah, post it out there. Talk about it. And like she said, like if you feel that way, if, if anything is causing you anxiety, reach out to somebody, ask for help. I mean, if you are feeling like you're not a great mom, talk to someone else. I mean, I guarantee you they feel the exact same way. And, you know, strength in numbers, like just raise each other up and, you know, give each other grace. And I can't wait to hear what our dental hygiene development new mommy has to say about this topic when she comes back, because I know it was big for her. Like she was working full time and they made the decision that she was only going to work a couple of days a week when she goes back. I'm kind of interested to see now that she's had Titus, if that will change. Like, I don't think she's going to go back like full time. I honestly don't. But maybe she's like, do I even want to work two days a week? You know, like how it could change. Just like spur of the moment after you have the baby. Like, who knows what you're going to feel like? Yeah, it's true. And honestly, like she said, like reach out to somebody, talk to somebody. You know, it's I mean, we all think that like life is roses and butterflies. But, you know, it, it does have its beautiful moments. But at the same time it can be hard and Mm -hmm. challenging. And the last thing that we want to do is to judge somebody or, you know, look down on them, but reach out. I mean, I am sitting here, me, Victoria Martinek, I'm sitting here telling you that my life is not perfect and life is hard. 
having kids is hard. Not having kids is hard. Being a hygienist is hard. Yeah. Being, just living is hard, honestly. So Getting up in the morning when I don't get to hit snooze is hard. Yes. So I feel you on it. And it, it's, it's, it is nice to hear that other people are going through what you're going through, like having some similar struggles. And, you know, we don't want each other to struggle. But at the same time, there's just something about knowing somebody else is going like feels what you feel Mm -hmm. and it just is comforting so um I really appreciate you having me on here and letting me talk about how I'm struggling as a mom (laughs) (laughs) you know it's therapy and we all need it sometimes and we're very glad that you joined us thank you for coming and spending your time and giving us some great insight on motherhood the last leadership podcast as well we're gonna have you back Maybe next time it'll be three of us. We can have Paige too. Yay! Come back, Paige! No, fairly. Be bomb. <laughs> we are not pressuring you. You should have work-life balance, and this is your time to be a mom. <laughs> yes, enjoy this time. Yes. Really enjoy it. Well, thank you again so much for everybody tuning in. Um, we're going to link everything um, that we've talked about, all the books, and... Um, We'll probably link Victoria so you can follow her and catch up with her perfect life. Super imperfect. You're going to be like, Dana's girl's got problems. (laughs) They weren't lying. No, but we want, like I said, we want this to be a community. So fill us up, talk about it. Let's chat. Um, And I hope you join us back for podcast number nine. And hopefully we have um, Paige back. Maybe we can talk her into bringing Titus on the podcast. Ooh, it's like BYOB, bring your own baby. Oh, I like that. I don't have one. You got rowdy. I got rowdy, but if I pick, can I pick you up? And Tracy. Look at him. And Tracy. <laughs> he like, he's like, you can pick me up, but no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully we can talk Paige into bringing Titus or the next one so y'all can meet him too. We're so excited. But thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Victoria. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I'm introducing us now because last time Autumn was supposed to apologize for technical difficulties and she did not. So on behalf She sucks of, at this. <laughs> so on behalf of Chad and Autumn not doing what she was supposed to be doing, we do apologize for the technical difficulties last time. Thank you. <laughs>